From the Western Riverside Council of Governments, I'm Rachel Singer, and this is CogCast. Edward Ornelas is the president of the Inland Empire Regional Chamber of Commerce, an organization that supports businesses throughout Riverside and San Bernardino counties. The Inland Empire Regional Chamber of Commerce, also known as the IERCC, provides a platform for executives to engage, create, and develop programs to conduct business with like-minded individuals from all over the Inland Empire region. With a particular expertise in marketing, Edward joins us on the podcast today to share about the organization and his vision for the Inland Empire. So Edward, thank you so much for being here with us today. Can you just start us off by sharing maybe how long you've lived in the IE? I moved to the Inland Empire from Los Angeles in 2010. So I've been here for uh, 10 years. Okay. Wow. Okay. So then can you walk me through maybe some of your professional experience between um, from 10 years ago, maybe up to current? Prior to moving to the Inland Empire, I lived in the Los Angeles market uh, right outside downtown LA in the South Pasadena area. And I worked for a uh, manufacturer that uh, manufactured promotional products. I was a manufacturer's representative. So what I would do is I would uh, I would do trade shows all across the country, uh, visit with our top clients um, across the country as well, and you know having that experience and dealing with multiple personalities from different backgrounds across the U.S. Mm-hmm. I believe that that played a major role in my ex- my experience in dealing with customers and business people and clients today mm-hmm. because I've had that pretty broad experience in understanding various personalities. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that was a huge plus for me um, in the beginning. Right. And not only, I, I bet it wasn't only um, beneficial in how you relate to different personalities, but also in being able to communicate whatever brand you were representing or whatever organization you were representing as well. So with your experience in marketing and um, interacting with a variety of different people um, from around the states, how would you position the Inland Empire as a regional brand? Um, what are we known for um, that we can really build upon? Where I would position the Inland Empire, um, I would say the Inland Empire is a bedroom community first. Um, and, and I am a, a perfect example uh, somebody that was attracted to this region, uh, having grown up and lived in LA most of my life. So the reason why we made the move is we wanted, my family wanted, we wanted less traffic. Mm-hmm. We wanted better schools. We wanted to see more greenery. Um, it's not a flooded market yet. Uh, so, you know, we wanted a slower paced, um, environment for, for the family. And so those were, our major reasons reasons for moving out here, um, especially because of uh, the houses are cheaper. Mm-hmm. You know, you get more for your money. So I, I would, where I would say the Inland Empire is as a brand, is a bedroom community, uh, personally, 
when I'm out and about in Orange County, Los Angeles, or speaking with folks out of state, um, the first and foremost thing that they say to me is, so I hear there's a lot of industrial and warehouses popping up in the Inland Empire. Um, so that that's sort of the the narrative that the outsiders see the Inland Empire, but there's so much more to the Inland Empire. There's so much more economic growth happening here. Now this I, I commonly say to people, this region, Riverside County, San Bernardino County, is a sleeping giant. Mm. And within the next five to ten years, there's going to be so much economic growth here. We have our we have an international airport. Mm-hmm. Um, Ontario International Airport. We regained control of that airport in 2016. Airlines are coming back. The airport is growing very, very fast. So there's a lot of great things happening here in this region. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think that I think at face value, sometimes when people hear the term bedroom community, it almost doesn't sound super positive. But then the way that you built that out of there is less traffic, there are better schools, there is more green and open space, a little more elbow room and a general slower pace. I think that those are all um, really positive things that um, are region really does offer. So you kind of talked a little bit about this, but you said how the narrative is different from an outside perspective of seeing us as more of an industrial um, warehousing space. So my question or my next question is rather what aspects of our region should we be leveraging in our market efforts to perhaps change that narrative from what the outside um, regions really see um, about the Inland Empire? I, I think we need to, I think we need to leverage the 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 high family oriented communities that we have here we have the mountains to the to the north uh we have um you know the the desert to the east um and we're an hour from the beach we're an hour from the mountains and the snow so we're we're in the middle of everything um you know if you've ever driven to vegas you've come you know through the inland empire area up to 15 but we need to be leveraging the fact that um, we have bigger homes for folks. Um, you get more money, you get more house for your money. Um, there are there are great schools in this region. Uh, there are great colleges in this re- region with UC Riverside, and uh, to, just to name one. But I think those are the things that we need to be leveraging in this region um, for folks to you know, put that spotlight over their head about, hmm, what is the Inland Empire? Maybe we should, you know, look into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I heard you say um, the diversity of what we offer as a region, proximity to the mountains and the desert and so forth, um, the uh, the likelihood of a larger home getting more for your money. And I think one question that comes up is that the Inland Empire is as you said, very large and very diverse. So how do we balance unifying our message of who we are as a region while still upholding the unique and valuable qualities of each community? Well, I think um, the larger organizations, for example, let's take San Bernardino County, let's take Riverside County, Let's take, uh, you know, the Inland Empire Regional Chamber of Commerce. Let's take the Coachella Valley Economic Partnership and 
what I would do is I would work with these larger, uh, these larger organizations that kind of oversee the Inland Empire mm-hmm. um, on, on a macro level, work together with these larger organizations to drive that narrative forward about this region. Mm-hmm. So, um, switching gears just a little bit, what is the IRCE, the Inland Empire Regional Chamber of Commerce, and what role does it play in the Inland Empire? Um, to your point, it is one of a few larger organizations like Riverside and San Bernardino County, um, Coachella Valley Economic Partnership, and so forth. So, can you share a little bit about the IERCC? Sure. IERCC stands for Inland Empire Regional Chamber of Commerce. And the Regional Chamber of Commerce formed in late 2014. And I came on board just a year after inception. And what what the Inland Empire Regional Chamber of Commerce uh, focuses on is the, the business or the company that has more than one location throughout the Inland Empire. So let's take a great example that I always use is Le Schwab uh, Tires. They, they have probably about 20 locations now to date uh, spread out throughout San Bernardino County and Riverside County. So companies like that with multiple locations, mm-hmm. um, they, they need a regional chamber of commerce to, to support and cater to their interests and initiatives because they have multiple locations. So when a company like that joins the regional chamber, uh, we support all of their loca- locations throughout the entire region with mm-hmm. one membership. Mm-hmm. And the, the majority of our members, uh, the companies that are involved with us, the majority are mid to large size in size. And the majority of our members are your C-level executives running those bigger companies. So, you know, the, the local city chamber of commerce, they do a great job at uh, catering to the small business in their, in their local city. But, you know, when, when a business grows mm-hmm. and they need to reach a different uh, geographical area, um, the IARCC could be an ideal organization for them to help them do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a great distinction. That was actually something that I was mulling over before the podcast, just the difference between a, let's, for example, like the Riverside Chamber of Commerce versus the Inland Empire Regional Chamber of Commerce. And so that distinction of the type of business and the scope of the business sounds like they're key factors when considering um, what which chamber to be a part of, I guess you could say. So what kind of initiatives right. are undertaken by the chamber and who who would you say is the chamber's audience? So some of our initiatives, uh, we, we are there, we are extremely boots on the ground. We are we are in the community. We are at the ground level working with every one of our our, our members. So I sit with every single member that comes on board with the chamber and I ultimately build a a personal relationship with that company. And so what happens is one of the things that I like to see happen, or or I would even say require, is that if you're going to be a member with the Regional Chamber of Commerce, us, the IERCC, 
and company, which is the member, we, we have to focus on a program or initiative. So that is my way in keeping the member busy and engaged because I, I don't want them to just join and kind of, you know, not, not know where to go. So we have to focus on a program and initiative. And one of the examples is one of our members is um, CMTC, which is a manufacturing group of professionals. And what we do with CMTC is for the past three years, we've organized a very large Inland Empire Women and Manufacturing Summit Mm -hmm. where, so where we are tackling that narrative in which manufacturing is seen as, you know, somebody in a warehouse getting dirty, right? So that has changed over the years. Manufacturing is so much, it's so different now. Uh, you know, women are in the manufacturing industry. So we're trying to shed some light on that. And we were supposed to host a large event this year, but due to COVID, we weren't able to. But just to give you some perspective, last year when we host the, hosted the Inland Empire Women and Manufacturing Summit, we hosted it at the San Bernardino International Airport. Mm-hmm. We had a little over 700 attendees. Wow. And so that, that, that's a very large mm-hmm. gathering for, you know, having a group just start uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we make our members, whatever their initiatives are, the regional chamber adopts and we help them mm-hmm. to bring awareness to those initiatives. So, you know, we're, we're a new chamber uh, in, in, the, in the chamber world. We are, we're preemies, right? So we don't have decades and decades of membership revenue coming in. So Mm -hmm. we have to be very strategic in how we operate. So we utilize our members to to teach us and show us what initiatives are important uh, to their company and what initiatives are important to the community. Mm -hmm. And we work with our members to bring those initiatives to light. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you and the IERCC do go above and beyond in meeting your members where they're at. As an example, being the um, Women in Manufacturing Summit, that's really awesome. Um, can you share maybe some of the representation and leadership that you have on your board and what the vision is they have in mind for this region? Absolutely. We, I have a wonderful board. Uh, our chairman of the board is Mr. Bruce Atlas. Bruce Atlas is the chief operations officer for the Ontario International Airport Authority. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he is a, he's a staple here actually in, in the Riverside area and in, in the Empire, uh, having worked for Southwest, Southwest Airlines for so many years. Um, he actually retired and then the airport authority after regaining control in 2016, um, reached out to Bruce to bring him on board because of his experience and background with the airport. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we are very lucky to have uh, Bruce Atlas as our chairman. Uh, you know, uh, some other names on our board are, uh, you know, we have Doug Flanagan, who is one of the directors of KCAL and Cola Radio, which are, you know, uh, two of the largest radio stations for this region. Mm-hmm. And um, so our, our board, 
consists of regional leaders that also want to um, sort of run the chamber as a regional macro organization focusing on the bigger picture, working mm-hmm. in tandem with both counties' economic development agencies, mm-hmm. you know, working from the top and having it trickle down. But, you know, so so that, that sort of uh, gives you an idea uh, of our board and, um, you know, the, the regional leadership and position that they are in to help drive this region forward. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, that's um, really strong representation. And I think um, I, I, one of the really neat things that I admire about Chambers of Commerce is the ability that they have to connect the private and public sector. And um, it's like an, it's another link in the chain, um, another way that the gears can turn in a more cohesive fashion. So I'm curious, what what would you say is next for the IERCC in the next um, in the next year? In the next year, I foresee a ton of collaboration efforts with our neighboring organizations uh, to work together to drive this region forward and, and drive our own narrative. And um, you know, one of one of those things um, that we need to work on is we needed a major media outlet to paint the picture and paint the optics of what we are as a region. And one of the things, one of the projects that I'm involved in personally, aside from the regional chamber is the Inland Empire Business Journal. And so the chamber and the business journal work work side by side. Uh, the regional chamber has business under their umbrella. And the the Inland Empire Business Journal has um, business news and media under the umbrella. So putting the two together um, is a natural fit for this region. Uh, So we now have a major business news media outlet to highlight Hmm. all of the great things that are happening in this region. And so to, to touch on your question again, one of the things I foresee is to, you know, start shedding light um, on the major accomplishments that we have gained in this region through through media mm-hmm. and highlighting this. Um, one of our big partners with the regional chamber is, is Spectrum, and um, Spectrum has been a, a major supporter of the regional chamber. And uh, so, you know, we, we have a lot of great members at the corporate position and corporate level that we are able to get things done very, very fast because the majority of our members are are decision makers mm-hmm. and can make decisions on the spot. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it's a beautiful thing working for the regional chamber. We're a nonprofit organization. And so we're sort of the middle ground between private and public sector, mm-hmm. if you will. And mm-hmm. it works beautifully. I, you know, I'm able to work with so, 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 so many great people and I'm able to bridge those gaps between private and public. And I love it. So, you know, one of the things I want to see in the near future is uh, uh, much more collaboration between the larger uh, organizational groups in this region, from Palm Springs to Temecula to west to Pomona. Pomona's LA County, but we'll take it <laughs> to the high desert. 
Awesome. And I think that even what you were saying with the um, Inland Empire Business Journal, that goes back to even our conversation not too long ago about how we are marketing and how what is the narrative that we're pushing forward about the Inland Empire. And so I'm sure that the IE Business Journal has plays, t- plays a definite role in that as well. Um, well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on our podcast today, Edward. Um, we're really thankful for your investment in the region and your continued investment in the business community here in the IE. Um, do you have any final remarks before we sign off for the day? I just want to say uh, thank you for having me on. You guys have been great. I especially look forward to working with you all at uh, WRCOG. Um, you know, I know there was... Uh, a uh, big hiccup this year with COVID, but 2021, we are going to go strong. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. For more information on WRCOG and the COGCAST, please visit our website at www.wrcog.us. For more information about Riverside County's efforts on COVID-19, please visit rivcoph.org slash coronavirus.